from R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, this is The Retirement. When you retire, if you want an exciting life, you need a boring investment strategy. Matters. Listen, I'm not telling you you've got to work with an independent financial advisor, but if you don't, you will pay for it. Podcast. Hey, this is your host, Dale Smothers, and you're listening to the Retirement Matters Podcast. My hope is that you will find the information you need in every single show on how to do one of the three things, either saving more money more efficiently, planning better for your future where you can live in retirement worry-free, or my favorite, how you can live a happy and fulfilled life in this life you have been given. We know that your time is valuable and we appreciate you spending it listening to this episode of the Retirement Matters Podcast. On this episode of the Retirement Matters Podcast, we bring to you the information you need on how to invest wisely and what your mindset needs to be the closer you get to your retirement destination. We use an analogy of football a lot on the show, and we kind of bring it back full circle by asking a question at the beginning of the show. This trivia question is answered around the second section of the show where we then bring back the analogy of the closer you get to the end zone, how those plays need to change and evolve to accomplish the objective. It's not that one particular play is better than the other, just like it's not that one investment is better than the other. It's all about where you are in the position of the field and what play needs to be called for that particular mission. When you reach the retirement red zone, your play calling, a.k.a. investments, need to change. And we discuss that on the show. We also come to you right off the bat with a positive thought we call Pause for Positivity. This positive thought is meant to enlighten you and encourage you, while also challenging you to be a little bit better than you were yesterday. And be sure you at least listen to the end of the show where there is a statistic published by the Wall Street Journal recently that shows what an average retiree in the United States is retiring on. That number is kind of sobering, at the very least, when you think of it from a perspective of income and what the average retiree will be living on. So we hope that you find this episode of the Retirement Matters podcast educational while also being entertaining. And we hope that you like the show. If you do like the show, the Retirement Matters podcast, feel free to give us an honest review and several stars. (laughs) We would love to get in front of more people just like you, helping them understand how they can retire with a life of significance. Until we talk again, save money, plan well, live happy. Enjoy the show. Good morning. I hope you are doing well and you're ready to start discussing all things Retirement Matters. I want to start this morning by asking you a trivia question. And for those of you who are football fans, you're going to enjoy this particular trivia question. The question is, who is credited for creating the spike as a post-touchdown celebration? I saw this the other day on CNBC as they were going to commercial, and I thought it brought a lot of imagery into uh, this retirement journey we all find ourselves on. So I'm going to ask you one more time, who is credited with creating... The spike, which is where they throw the football down, the spike as a post-touchdown celebration. 
We're going to give you the answer right after our Pause for Positivity. Let's jump to that section right away. Pause for Positivity. Today, I'm coming to you with a thought. I just simply want to interject a thought into your mind, and I want to get you thinking about that this morning. I want you to think about the light at the end of the tunnel. I've heard it said sometimes that you know there's light at the end of the tunnel. I just hope it's not the train. <laughs> now, let me tell you something. That particular mindset is not the type of mindset that you're supposed to have by saying the statement, there is light at the end of the tunnel. It is true from time to time, but whenever we consider ourselves uh, creatures of habit, and just about every fiber of our body is controlled by something that is no larger than a volleyball, at the very largest scale, the brain, your mind. Your mind controls everything about you, your mind. So getting your mindset right is necessary. Getting your mindset right can cause you to have a good day or a bad day. We often talk about this term mindset on the show around finances. Getting your mindset correct in retirement income phase is necessary just like getting your mindset right on the growth phase of retirement is necessary, and they're two different mindsets. We talk about mindset controlling your habits, controlling your actions, but even outside of the world of finance, your mindset controls who you are. Your mindset determines how you will perceive the things around you. And so I want to, for a second, paint this picture of imagery, if you will, and I want you to go with me on this analogy. And, and I want you to be thinking about how you yourself can impact other people around you. So imagine that you're walking down a dark tunnel. And let's just say it's a, it's a train tunnel. There's a train tunnel in Spurlington, Kentucky, that I have went to several times as a young child. Walking down, it's pitch black in the middle of that tunnel. You can't see the old the old way of saying it is you can't see your hand in front of your face. You literally cannot see a thing if you turn the lights out. And when you get to the middle of that tunnel, you make a little bit of a bend, a little bit of a turn, and you all of a sudden see light. And if you didn't walk to the turn, you would never actually see light at the end of the tunnel. It would always appear as if you needed to turn around and, and regress or go backwards. So in this imagery, in this analogy, I want you to go with me in this story to where now let's imagine that you get to the turn, you get to the bend, and you can, you can now figuratively see light at the end of the tunnel. What if you then turned around and shined your light behind you towards those who are just entering that tunnel? Because the light that you see easily could be the sun. It could be the way out. It could be the breakthrough you've been looking for, or it, it also could be someone who you interact with on a daily basis. Someone who just keeps you going one step farther, one step closer to the actual end of your storm, the end of your proverbial dark tunnel that you find yourself in. There are a lot of times where we are going through life's most treacherous times. Maybe we're going through grief. We're going through turmoil. We're going through sickness. Maybe we're going through financial difficulties. Maybe we are, maybe we're battling against people that we once thought were our friend and they've now shown their true colors. 
Maybe we realize that someone who supposedly supported us in the past is no longer supporting us, and we have to make a way through this somehow to realize, you know what, we were okay before we met them, and we're going to be okay after we lose them. That, that series of grief is a dark tunnel. That series of, I've had a really long stretch of bad days, that's, that's a dark tunnel. And when we interact with someone who is shining a light into our life, it causes us to think, wow, there actually is a way out of this thing. And the reason that that person is able to shine a light into our life is because they too have seen the light. Here's what I want you to think about. Imagine that the world is as dark as the news media wants us to believe. And, and I'm not a big believer in the fact that the world is actually this dark. And that's because we know the light, the one and true only light, Jesus Christ. But if we can fix our eyes on the light, no matter how dark the world is around us, we then have the courage to turn around with our own internal light and shine it to people that maybe haven't yet seen. We can lead them out of this dark tunnel. So my thought comes to us from a quote that says, there is always light if only we're brave enough to see it, if only we're brave enough to be it. So this week I challenge us, let's be the light. Let's be the light for those around us. Let's be the light for those who are going through dark times. A simple smile, a a positive gesture towards them. A, a word of affirmation, even for those who the Bible says, do good to those who despitefully use you. It's what the Bible tells us to do. And that, my friend, is being a light. It's shining the light that we have internally towards those who are not able to see. You see, we don't have to be the sun. We just are called to be moons. To reflect the sun on the world below us or the world around us and showing them that there is a brighter day to come. That's what we're after. That's what we're all about here at Artie Smothers Wealth Management is shining the light on those around us. That is the mission. One of the main attributes of a team member of Artie Smothers Wealth Management that we try to live each and every day is to be good to those who wrong you, to be good to those around you that need a little bit of encouragement. And we are all each other's brother and keeper in this world. We have to continue to be the light. We're going to go to a quick break. When we come back, we're going to jump into a topic that is going to be introduced by the answer to this trivia question. Who is credited with creating the spike as a post-touchdown celebration? Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Retirement Matters Show with Dale Smothers. Dale is the founder and president of R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, serving the residents of Kentucky and Tennessee. We specialize in building retirement plans that allow you to walk away from the worry of running out of money. We are happy that you're listening in and hope you find value in this week's episode. 
If you'd like to listen to past episodes and find exclusive content and full-length interviews, search for the Retirement Matters Podcast on the podcast platform of your choice or visit us online at rdswealth.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. That website again is rdswealth.com. Unfortunately, for many retirees, they're simply trading in the stress of work for the stress and worry about their financial future. At R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, our goal is to help build you a retirement plan that provides a smooth transition away from the time clock and into the time of your life. So even if you're still waiting on work retirement, we want to help you retire now from the worry of retirement funding. If you'd like to chat with a member of our team, you can do so absolutely free by calling 270-600-PLAN. That's 270-600-PLAN. Visit us online at rdswealth.com and be sure to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. All right, welcome back. Let's go straight to the answer to this trivia question. Who is credited for creating the spike as a post-touchdown celebration? And that is none other than Homer Jones, who in 1965, the New York Giants wide receiver Homer Jones threw down the football forcefully in the end zone for the first time it was ever done, and he created the now iconic touchdown celebration. He made it through the end zone and scored and immediately took the ball and what we call spiked the ball to the ground. That is a celebration of victory. That is a celebration of knowing we have arrived. And in retirement, there comes a point in time, we talk about the retirement red zone often. The retirement red zone is when you are punching the ball into the end zone. So let's consider ourselves on the five-yard line, if we're five years from retirement. Let's say that we're on the one-yard line. Five years from retirement, you're probably on the one-yard line. You need to be doing different play calling than if you were on the 50-yard line. The 50-yard line is going to encompass a lot of 10-yard passes. Maybe you've got a couple wide receivers that are running uh, you know, long balls or the deep ball. You've probably got a couple wide receivers that are lagging back for something that's real quick and easy to dump off. Maybe you even fake a run from time to time on the 50-yard line. But on the one-yard line, there is a very high probability that that ball is going to your star running back and you're punching it in. Here's where the analogy comes in. In retirement, when you get on the one-yard line, the proverbial one-yard line, you're five years or less from retirement, it's time to keep your receivers close, a.k.a. it's time to make your investments a little less risky. The Hail Mary pass, the 20-yard pass, or the seeking 20% rate of return is not necessary now. We talked about mindset in the pause for positivity. The mindset of an individual on the one-yard line of retirement needs to be the return of my principal, not the return on my principal. If you can do this, you have a better chance of success, a much better chance of living the retirement of your dreams, punching it into the end zone and scoring is the goal here. Scoring is the goal. And if scoring is the goal, in other words, getting to the date of retirement with enough money and enough income from your portfolio to last a lifetime, if that's the goal, you can't be seeking 8, 9, 10, or even 20% rates of return. 
had a gentleman in my office who's a very educated individual. He had come to us from listening to the radio show. I think he called the office. He scheduled an appointment with Miss Brooke there on our team. And what happened from there is he showed up for his first appointment. We're discussing some things. He looks at me. He says, Dale, I want a plan. I want to make sure that I've not just got a, a group of stocks and bonds in my portfolio. You know, I've went to the other guys. I've went to people down the street. I've went to people uh, in Louisville. I've seen people in Bowling Green. I'm telling you, I need a plan. And I know this because of the radio show that I listen to. I've seen some of your YouTube videos. He was just really telling me, I've heard what you're saying, and I now realize that I need a plan. I'm coming up on my date of retirement. And when we begin to talk about the asset allocation inside of his portfolio, he asked me for my opinion on this general rule of thumb that he had read on the internet. And this general rule of thumb said that every seven years in the stock market, your money should double. Now, I want to tell you something right now. That should be deemed malpractice. That piece of advice is what sets people up for failure. The idea that this will be a consistent, constant, very steady rate of return of over 10%, which is what it would take to do that, is a flaw in our system. The belief that the stock market returns stable returns each and every year is not accurate. So people getting in with that mindset after the first 10 or 20% pullback, they want to get out. They buy because they're afraid of missing out and they sell because they're afraid of losing it all. We call that the greed buy and the fear sale. I want you to consider this mindset in retirement. 4%, maybe 5, depending on your goals, should be your objective when we're talking about the average rate of return. And you should be seeking this type of return with very low volatility. In other words, the principal of your money should not be at a great deal of risk. You should be taking on about 30% at the most of the downside risk of the S&P 500 while trying your best to participate in as much of the upside as possible. There are investments specifically designed for that. There are products that you can buy that are on uh, insurance platforms that wrap around protection, guaranteeing your principal. There are investments that give you uh, contractual guarantees from the U.S. government that provide that right now. There's a lot of things out there that you need to be using in an income portfolio that you are not using in a growth portfolio. So building this plan for the individual, we talked about this rule of 72, which I'll actually explain in just a few minutes, and how that the rule of 72 does not apply to those who are in retirement income phase. There comes a point, getting back to my analogy, where when you are on the one-yard line and you have now become successful in scoring, you have to stop trying to score again. I'm not at all telling you that you don't need a return, but you don't need 20-yard returns. <laughs> you don't need the Hail Mary passes anymore. If you have done it properly, 
and you've built the plan for income, you should know exactly what kind of play calling you need to be making. And you're like, well, Dale, I don't even know where I'm at on the football field. That's why you need a plan. That's why you need to call our office, 270-600-PLAN. We can show you exactly where you are on the football field, and we can tell you when you have the ability to spike the ball. Put it down forcefully. No more risk of failure. There is a way to do that, even in the volatile market we see ourselves in today. I'd love to show you how. 270-600-PLAN, get in touch with me or a member of the team, and we will show you exactly what you need to be doing along your retirement journey. We're going to go to another break. We're going to come back. We're going to discuss the rule of 72, and then we're going to go straight to some statistics that recently appeared in a Wall Street Journal. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back after this break. It's fourth and one with two seconds left in the game. Less than one yard separates you from victory. You have the best running back in the league, but your coach calls a Hail Mary. As silly as that sounds, we see a lot of retirement managers being far too aggressive with your investments when a more conservative play would be a better fit. You have questions, we have answers. Contact R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, 270-600-PLAN. That's 270-600-7526. All right, guys, as promised, I'm going to jump straight into the rule of 72. And what does that mean for you and your portfolio? There is this general rule of thumb called the rule of 72. And it is a, a rule of math, not of finance. But we have applied it to finance to be able to quickly determine how long it takes an investment to double. The rule of 72 simply says this, in 10 years, at an average rate of 7.2% over those 10 years, your money doubles. 7.2% per year for 10 years, money doubles. There's the rule of 72. That's where it gets its name. You can actually reverse that, and there is some other things that we can do with that uh, on the finance side to determine how long it would take at certain rates of return to double. But the simplest way for you to think of this is going forward, 7.2% for 10 years doubles, or 10% at 7.2 years doubles. 10% in 7.2 years doubles. That's the rule of 72. So we put 100 grand in. We average 7.2%. 10 years later, we know that's 200 grand. It doesn't work that way if you're in income phase because you're taking money off of it. What also doesn't account for inside of the rule of 72 is something called volatility. So if you're averaging 7.2, just because you average 7.2 does not mean you actually realize 7.2, especially in your income phase. Averages lie. We've talked about this before. Averages lie. And let me show you this by example. Let's imagine that we had $100,000. Let's imagine we made 10% and then lost 10%. Average rate of return over those two years is, you got it, zero rate of return. Zero percent. Average rate of return, zero. So what would we expect to have after two years? We made 10, we lost 10. What do we have? We don't have 100000 we have $99,000. Because when you made $10,000 at 10% on hundred grand, and then you turned around and lost 10% of $110,000, you didn't lose $10,000, you lost eleven. Do you understand? Did you get that? Let me do it one more time. 
10% added to $100,000 means you made $10,000. Your balance is now $110,000, and the next cycle of the market produces a 10% negative rate of return. You didn't lose $10,000, you lost $11,000. Average rate of return, zero. Actual rate of return, negative one. This along with the idea of drawing income off of your account, means that you need to be targeting less volatility and know exactly what your income is going to do in that volatility. All of this, again, points to the idea of needing a cash flow plan. If your advisor has not sat down with you and discussed the idea of how long your money will last at what rate of return... You need to call us, 270-600-PLAN. If your advisor has shown you that your money will last X number of years, and you look at that plan, and it's averaging 7% rate of return over the next how many ever years, you need to call us, 270-600-PLAN. Why? Why do I need to call you, Dale? If if I've got an advisor who has obviously done his homework and, and put a plan together for me, but it's averaging 7% according to his statistics, why do I need to call you? Well, because let me tell you something. If you're averaging, quote unquote, averaging 7%, then you are right in line with the S&P 500. And the S&P 500 portfolio will not generate the income you desire for any length of time with any certainty. That is a fact. The S&P 500 volatility is far too high. And to say that you're going to guarantee 7% or even get close to having 7% per year every year, year after year, is a fallacy. It's a fault inside of many plans. We see it far too often. People come in and, yeah, yeah, of course, my advisor has shown me exactly how much money I will have, but I want a second opinion. And when we get, in, get into those second opinions, we realize, man, this is showing a 7% rate of return. What happens if we move that down to a 4%? The entire plan implodes. What about 5%? It won't survive. At 6%, it's still looking at a red line, aka running out of money at the age of 90. Most people are not comfortable with that. Averaging 7% rate of return inside of your retirement income plan, if that's what your goal is, is I'm going to look at my plan. And, and let, me, let me clarify the word plan real fast. If you're sitting here thinking, okay, yeah, I've got a plan. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit at home with my grandbabies. I'm going to fish. I'm going to do all of these really neat things. That's my plan for retirement. If that's your plan, that's not the type of plan I'm discussing. I'm actually talking about an income plan. How are you going to get income? How long will that income last? That's the type of planning I'm discussing. So when we are putting together a plan, we at RD Smothers Wealth Management are getting to you the information you need on how and when your income will come to you and how long that money will last. We map that out. There are advisors out there now that are growth advisors trying to put together this data, and they're still using growth returns. 7% is a growth return. 4 or 5% is an income return. Now, if I've completely confused you, just call our office, 270-600-PLAN. My goal is not at all 
to confuse you, but to educate you. So let me slow down one more time and say this. In growth phase, it's okay to propose and plan for a 7% rate of return. In income phase, if your entire plan is built on the fact that you will generate 7% rate of return, your chance of failure, aka running out of money, is very high. Don't be that guy. Don't be that gal. Do not sit down and plan for the absolute most perfect world of investing, and that if the world is just slightly, very, very slightly imperfect, now you have to go back to work. That's not what we're after inside of a true income plan. We need to know how much money you can spend, where that money's coming from, and at a very reasonable rate of return with very low volatility. We'll show you how to do that. One more time, 270-600-PLAN. All right, guys, that is the show. I appreciate you tuning in each and every week. Listen, I want to tell you that my appreciation to you as a listener is very high. I want you to know and I want you to hear from me that I believe in you. I believe that you can have everything you imagine in retirement. I know that if you put a plan together, whether it's with us or anyone else that is a reputable retirement income planning fiduciary firm, you are going to be successful. Do not fail to plan because failing to plan means you are planning to fail. You've heard this before. It means a lot in retirement planning. Here's a very eye-opening statistic that came out from the Wall Street Journal that says most accounts, average accounts in retirement in America are averaging between $413,000 to $450,000 a year. The majority of people are retiring on less than $500,000. If that's you, you need a true income plan. If you're well over that amount, it's even more imperative that you put a true income plan to place because you have likely experienced the good things in life and your spending habits will considerably change if you aren't planning to live the life you've imagined. We want to help you live a life of significance. We would love to talk to you. 270-600-PLAN. A member of my team will sit down with you and explain exactly how and where you need to be putting your money for the next few years to come. To generate the income you desire for however long you are on this beautiful creation we call Earth. I hope that today has been educational, and if you'd like to talk to us, give us a call. I hope to hear from you very soon. But until we talk again, always remember to save money, plan well, and live happy in retirement. God bless. Investment advisory services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Artie's Mother's Wealth Management are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Artie's Mother's Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Artie's Mother's Wealth Management.